This DJ and TV show is sponsored by DJ Event Planner, Electra Voice, DJ Trivia and DJ Bingo, ProX Direct, NLFX Pro. Promo only. Odyssey cases. Perfect portals. Instant DJ requests. And our DJ and TV insiders. This is John Young from DJ and TV. Thanks for watching. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Monday night. Thank you very much for taking time to join John, MJ, and myself. Um, just, I, I want to mention one quick little thing here. If you're watching someplace other than YouTube, John is awesome about throwing the link in at some point. Get over to YouTube because if you put the comments, I can read them there. If you put them anyplace else, John is just mean and keeps them to himself. To so myself. That is my pet peeve number one. Oh, we're not talking I have them. Yet. I know them too. So, so basically, okay. So I'm the one that gets left out. So we keep, yeah. We we especially when I talk about Dan, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't bring those up. Ever. Well, yeah, we don't. Bring, <laughs> <I> don't <bring> <laughs> <those>. <laughs> That's being so mean. But anyway, um, hopefully tonight is better than an adult Happy Meal for you. I see. I, I so we were we were talking. I had to. I had to. If you guys haven't heard yet, go like. There Let's are, just put it this way: the, the the toys in the adult Happy Meal have two less eyes than all three of us put together. So, so our our premise that, to this, Dan, is we just looked at it, but while you were you had stepped away for a second, is that they had a factory flaw on the run, and somebody at the marketing department's like, "Oh, look at all these these flawed characters. What are we going to do with them?" And then somebody's like, "I got an idea. Let's make them seem like a collectible." Now, yeah. from my understanding, they were designed by a little kid that they're raising the money for. But your way is probably more accurate. Wow, do we feel bad now? Thanks, Dan. You ain't <laughs> yeah, get no I... information from the chat tonight. <laughs> that changes anything. Uh -huh. <laughs> but no, we definitely got to say hi to. I I, I want to make a shout out to uh, who was it? Who was the very first one? Who was the? Uh, I can't. Now my window won't call. John. No, no, no. Steve. Oh, there it is. Steve Slick. Yep, Steve was the first one in tonight. Uh, the first one, and then uh, John came in second. So we've got we've got a nice crowd coming in to, to uh, tonight's show. So tonight we're going to talk about pet peeves that we have as DJs. Now that could be things that happen in the process of running your DJ business. It could be things that happen on involved with getting to an event or getting ready for the event, or it could be things that happen at the event. There's just a variety, a plethora of options where you can be dissatisfied. And tonight you can share those dissatisfactions, dissatisfactions, those unhappy moments that you might have as a DJ. Tonight's all about unhappy meals. <laughs> unhappy meals. That's right. That's right. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, 
Now, the part of tonight's show is going to be kind of the crowd interaction. And yes, there's the 30-second delay that we're going to be dealing with. But we really want to have you guys share in the comment section. If you have a little pet peeve or something that just drives you crazy, put that into the uh, into the chat. And we will share those on the show as we're going along here tonight. I have no idea what uh, that SoundCloud link is. Someone sharing their personal SoundCloud. Oh, okay. Seriously. Yeah. That's pet peeve my, number one. My pet peeve, peeve number show one. Show up to my events thinking they're DJs. Yeah. <laughs> peeve number one. It's kind of tight. Stop, stop posting. Stop sending me links to your mixes. Otherwise, I'm going to send you links to all 85 of my mixes one at a time. And number two, if I post about a specific subject on Facebook, do not hijack that subject by talking about another subject. Send me a message. Don't hijack my posts. And I said I didn't have any. Yeah, and we haven't even gotten to the actual <laughs> pee, pet yeah, peeves of the... You know, but we'll get there. We will, we will get there. Uh, okay, so... Yeah, we're going to get to... There will be a few. We'll let a few more take away. So the first one I wanted to to talk about or share when it came to to pet the the little pet peeves that just just really bug me, and this is one I think MJ may appreciate is I hate it when people come up whilst I'm performing wh whether I'm in the booth area or if I'm out on the floor, and they get like too close. They like have invaded my personal space and they're within inches of me, whether it's coming right up to whatever. But, you know, they've had a few to drink and all of a sudden those boundaries of being able to talk at, you know, half an arm length comfortably. Now they're like right here in my face and they're wanting to be my best friend and talk to me within inches of me, uh, whichever way. And it just drives me absolutely bonkers when people just get to that point and then they become that stinky best friend with the bad alcohol breath. Okay, you have stated a couple times about people getting close or touching your hard drive or different things like that. How do they get to you? Like, this is what I'm not understanding. How but do see, people get that you close? You would think I would remember to put the new batteries in the cattle zapper, but I don't. And, you know, my barbed wire skills of wiring a fence, just it, they're not as good as they used to be. So the next thing you know, I'm just like little bull peep there, and there, I'm just all alone, and next they're there, and I'm sad. But in all seriousness, John, do you do you run a facade in front of your system? Uh, no, I do not. I've I've had facades that went up and around, yeah. but now I'm just basically table with a controller on top. So that okay. uh, that's how they were. But the per, the person who did touch the hard drive had come around from behind, which you know I at times have had you know back in the day when we were, were doing a lot of school dances and that was a thing. We would set up uh, tables to keep the kids from behind the system, but after a while, it's like you know I can I can deal with it. Um, I know it's not, not hasn't been a big thing, but occasionally, occasionally. I have a couple solutions for that. Uh huh. One serious, one joking. Uh, trade in the cattle prod for an electric fence. Works great. Yeah, that's that what I say. Yeah. Um, and the other one, I do have things for people who stand too close. I do this thing where I'll like, let's say they're on on this side of me, and I will put all my weight on my right leg and then stick my left leg out as they're walking towards me, like I'm leaning, but the foot won't let them get any closer. Or if they get too close, I'll take my foot and bump them a couple times. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, sorry about that. Until they back up and give me space. And if they don't do it by then, I literally tell them, can you give me a little space? And then they all freak out and tell me I'm a terrible person, but I don't care. But yeah. there are little things, trust me, because I'm, like John said, I'm not a people person. So I have all these tricks about people not getting to me, not coming close to me, you know, me dancing while stuff's going on makes it really hard for people to get close to me. So. 
I found it's it's not not too often do I have somebody that kind of gets right in my face, but I will say it also depends on which system I'm using as far as when they get closer more like easier. So for example, when I've got the big rolling booth, like they're not talking to me this way. In fact, they start to, and I'm like, no, just, just like, like I can't even hear you for a request. You got to come around the side. And usually I can keep that distance because that also gives me the flexibility of like, I can be by my system, but if you get close and you're too close, I can actually move away and I'm still at my system. Um, but I will say with the furniture style, that would probably be my one negative about like the, the recent DJ furniture or whoever you've got is you don't have that quite that same barrier. Like mine's pretty, like my booth is pretty deep. That's, you know, maybe my issue, but, but on the furniture, like there's nothing. So if somebody wants to like lean in to say something, they're over your system. Yeah. And so like a very different situation. And I had one week and a half ago where, and this was probably the worst I've dealt with in a long time. The guy was intoxicated, not drunk, but intoxicated. But when he talk, spit, spit. All and I was over. like, like the first time and it hit my glasses and I was like, and then the next time I was just like, ah, you're coming closer. You're coming closer. So I just started moving away. When the foot goes out and then they feel bad. I got to try that. I got definitely. I trust me. That. I do that. I trust me. If I'm standing in line at the grocery store and somebody stands too close, instead of facing this way, I will turn and give them the foot. <laughs> and I've had little old ladies go, oh, I'm sorry. And then they'll do it again. And I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you not see my foot there? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on that. Well, give me a little space. I will not be afraid to tell someone to back the frick off. Mm -hmm. It's my life. COVID made me happy with the six-foot space. Respect I'm just going to start coughing on people. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Tim mentions, you know, telling him that you've uh, tested positive for COVID. You know, you need Yeah, your... I'll, I'll find somebody that got one of the tests that were positive, and then I'll get it, and I'll hang it around my neck as a necklace or yeah. something. Look at this, man. <laughs> yeah, so that's – I agree with you. I don't know. I, 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 do we need to beat that horse? Nah, we're good. You, you, give me a chance to beat the beat the person, but you know, yeah. Sometimes that's the way you almost feel like you should do what you're doing. So, <sighs> so I, I have a pet peeve I have to throw in here. Go ahead. But I saw this today. Some it was I don't even know how I came across it. it. Guy said I have a pet peeve when uh, I see donuts and I can't eat them. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So now that now let's do, let's correlate that to weddings because there are times when they have a fabulous dessert spread like they did last weekend, and they had the custom cookies and the custom cupcakes, and people were talking about oh how yummy the everything was, and I, they were all it's like wow they must have the greatest baker because everything's delicious on the table, and then you're looking at this spread and I'm thinking to myself, you know how many miles I would have to run to eat these things. Why can't they just have like bad wedding cake like every other wedding house? I, I still say, John, that, John, be glad you don't live in the Pittsburgh area. Like wedding tradition in there is the cookie table, and I've heard of and seen pictures of not cookie tables, cookie rooms. Oh my goodness! Where it's, it's just the, like gobs and gobs, and the idea that, like yeah, some of the tradition it's almost potluck style. Like I don't care how catered the event is, like. The tradition in some of the Pittsburgh areas is everybody brings like a dozen or so. Yeah, the whole the, the whole cookie table came from a tradition of people bringing stuff. The cookie table does not come from the caterer. Uh, they set up a table and guests bring homemade cookies galore, um, piles of them, and you just eat what you want all night long. 
And some people the first place wedding, before they go sit ago. down. That's the first thing you do is you go to the cookie table. Then you go sit down. Yeah, we, although we had some of that happening uh, last weekend. It was an interesting, an interesting trip there. Okay, what do we have for our next uh, our next pet peeve? Who wants to? Uh... I didn't think I had any. So. Okay, so so I'll be ah! next then, if that's the case. Um, my one of my pet peeves lately has been couples who are waiting until the last minute to get me information. Like I'm, I'm a big proponent. Like let's let's book our meeting two months in advance. I sit down with them, and you know they'll know most of the things, but there'll be like a good four or five items that they just don't know that are kind of important. Like the song they want to walk down the aisle to, right? The, the, the song that they want to dance with their partner to. Like those are things that are pretty big. need to know. Yeah, those are pretty big. And, and I kind of tell them, I'm like, listen, if you want to make a change, like we can do things up to like a week before without too much of an issue. I said, you want to delete stuff? We can be flexible. I said, but adding stuff, I need to know. Because I like, I do the wet, the, you know, I'll start putting some stuff ahead of time, but I put those final touches. I'd like to try and do it like the Sunday or Monday before the event like that, just to give me that full week. So then I can just breathe. And my last two or three weddings, I've been getting stuff on Wednesday or Thursday. One, I even, so it's like, listen, if you're going to do this, I need this by this time. Mm -hmm. and it was like 5 PM on Thursday. It finally came through. And I'm like, this is, this is nuts. Like stop it to me earlier please and, and and maybe it's just my you know my philosophy in my way like i just i like things to be done because i know how insane things can get but i don't like saving to last minute because i fear like i'm gonna screw up so back to the to the weddings speaking of last minute uh, we had talked about how the introduction of the wedding party was going to be, and and in the booking process, you know, months ago, we talked about there are different types of introductions to do. You can do the you know, high school, you know, the, the the prom, you know, Susie escorted by Billy, and that's what they chose to do. Well, the best man comes up uh, after the ceremony, so it was basically going, you know, twenty minutes before we were going to be introducing, and he hands me a handwritten script that they'd written the night before that were custom introductions for the wedding party. So that's that's been the closest to. Uh, I've gotten something messaged over the day before, so I had time enough to copy, paste, and then fix uh, things and, and put it in a way in which I would read it. I've never had one handed to me you know, within a half hour of the reading of the, the wedding party introduction. Audible. So it's, it's, it's obviously a thing that uh, you know they get together and they're like, oh, hey, this would be fun. Let's do that tomorrow. And, and oh, no. I get that to a degree. I mean, like that was the thing. Like they're all hanging out and they got this great idea. But in the same respect, you had this great idea. How about sharing it with us when you have that great idea? That this might, even if it's like the idea that this might be coming, not that, you know, maybe you don't have all the details, but at least something to go with that. Oh. Yeah, that can be, that can be very frustrating. Uh, let's see, uh, before it goes too far up in the chat, uh, um, Ultimate put uh, in there the uh, putting drinks on the, the equipment, which some people, I've run the Evolve 50s for most weddings, and some people have said that they love them because they don't, people don't put drinks on them because there's a little bit of slant to them. They do. Yeah, they do. And they invariably, they'll see the slant and then they try to figure out, and they, the cup slides a little bit, and then it's like, I'm back there, like, no! And they're still trying to put the thing on there. Finally, it's like, okay, 
I go over and take it out of their hand and there's because I put a grab a little table from the venue nine chances out of ten and have it just to the side so they can put their drinks on that. Some people do, and yet some people still think the speaker is their their uh, coffee table. There the are things that... some companies uh, I can't remember the name. I did a video several years ago on that make slide overs for different speakers, subs, and different things. That is more that. or less like a scrim with a, a a frame. Yeah, and you can put it over there that keeps people you know with the slants already built in there. So if that is a problem you run into a lot, try to see if they you know make it for your speakers. Yeah, definitely. That, that especially subs. Subs seem to be the worst thing. I hadn't seen it on the Evolves for a while because, as John said, like it's mainly a slant. But the, the there was one I did. It was just a few weeks ago, and like there there was just enough. There's enough of a shelf to the side that if they have the right glass, they can put it on. Yep. And they had the right glass, and I was just like, I look over and I see it, and I'm like, and I put it, and then they kind of like look for their drink. They get another one a little bit later, and like that time I when I went to move it, I made sure they saw it. I'm like, no, this is not, not a table. Happen. Like this costs way too much. Put drinks on. Those crazy People. kids. Um, okay, so so I'm going to jump to my next one here, and MJ, you can be you can play off these as you as we're going along. Another yeah. pet peeve of mine is the dance floor is going there, doing their thing, and then there's somebody on the dance floor that is making uncomfortable eye contact with you. You know, as you're kind of bebopping, doing your thing, and you know, made the the, the transition, and yay, rah rah. And then there's that one person who's just making that really uncomfortable eye contact and looking, or doing this with it. Well, that that I can I can live with because, but it's it's like when they they make this eye contact and you're not sure. It's like, are you approving of what I did? Are you disapproving of what I did? Are you judging me? Are you hitting on me? Are you trying to figure out if I've got schmutz on my face? What is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. That's where you almost like good. On, like you're looking at me like, did, did I did I get it? Yeah, did I get it? Yeah, it's like a, I don't give them the satisfaction of a look. So if they need to feel they finally need to communicate with me, they're going to walk up to me and say it. Yeah, I don't. I, if they look at me, I make sure I never look at them. If they're like they they catch me to do that, I'll be just like look down. They're they're not going to get anything from me. No attention. And if the person does this, cut the song, I'll go. I ain't touching nothing. Yeah, watch me not do that. <laughs> Four minutes. It's <laughs> the extended version. Yeah, so I I just don't play into that. It's it's my job. Don't tell me how to do my job. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be that way, if you can't come up and tell me yourself, you're getting nothing. And I know that sounds mean, but it's just I'm not gonna play your game. We're adults. If you have something to say, walk up to me and say it. Otherwise, shut the freak up. Mm -hmm. I have people. I, I literally had a guy when I complained about this is the most horrible music I've ever heard, and I went like this. And I said, "You are literally the only person in this room not dancing right now. Declaring. What is wrong with you? Go have fun. Do you, do you, can you not buy alcohol? I'll buy you a drink. You know what's going on?" <laughs> Just... uh, so some sorry. people are just meant to be sad. Meant to be miserable. I yeah, guess. that's I for sure. Sorry, Dan. I interrupted. Good, Daniel. No, I was just, I was just exactly with what John was saying. Like, you know, the ones, the ones that don't give you any sort of 
indication as to what they're wanting or what they're doing it's just it's more aggravating because like you can't really like the ones that are making a notion like they're unhappy or or like they just stopped dancing because for whatever reason you played the worst song that they think they ever heard uh, it must be Huey Lewis. Yeah. Huey Lewis. Um, Man, you gotta be you beat me too, and I couldn't get it out. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but you know whether whether that's the case or, or not, like you just don't know. Like, and in, in st- even if, even if you look back at them, it's like, what? Like what? You know? You know what I mean? Like what do you want? Uh, yeah, I, I I can't tell what people want, so it's clue. I'm not even gonna go into this. We're done. With me, my opinion. Mm-hmm. I have way too many opinions. I remember in high school one time I took a journalism class and a teacher and I wrote about this in my book. The teacher asked me my opinion about something like I really don't have an opinion because I just didn't. I was not a person to inter- interact at all in school. And she goes, "I know you're a very opinionated person. You can go ahead and tell us how you feel." And I wrote in the book how important that was to me to someone say that it was okay to have an opinion. So. I she never I have to blame her. All of this is because she told me it's okay to give an opinion. Oh, it is, is it? Well, and then he never stopped. I think that's him. But as I was kind of going through today, and often on thinking about tonight's topic about the different um, different peeves and things, and there's many of things that a person starts thinking about, and you start going through a typical event that little quirky things that just bother a person. And as I was making this list, and I'm thinking to myself. You know, if a person has this many things you don't like about a job, typically you would be like, yeah, I think I need to find a different job. And then I start remembering is that, yes, these things maybe are irritating at times here and there, but there's not too many things you can do to, and too many jobs out there where you can go out and have your, you know, an open schedule for those of us who are pretty much just DJs, what we do, have that flexibility of being your own boss and to be able to take an afternoon off to go to Walmart if you need to, to go buy, you know, like... Underoos. That was a stretch. Did there. you forget to finish the sentence Underoos. for my kids? <laughs> I want to be fun too. Okay. <laughs> but it's just one of those one of those things that uh, somebody had mentioned earlier on uh, commented on the video before um, when we when I shared it that you know being on the, looking at the positive side of it and there are a ton of positive about being a professional a professional entertainer who's doing weddings or whatever events you're doing you know it's kind of a to a point you're you're kind of lucky and blessed to be able to go and do this stuff especially if you really enjoy it so it's not that a person hates everything about it and for those some people who are thinking that's the case there's just those little quirky things that uh, if they all happened on the same night you'd want to kill somebody just saying yeah, it's. Well, and I, I think, agree, it, I think I, I've always said that you know our job is literally to celebrate with people, whether it's celebrating a wedding or celebrating the end of a work week. You know, if you can't be happy with that, you shouldn't do it. But that does not mean you're going to be happy about everything. So that's mm-hmm. the way you know we're looking at it. We're nitpicking, but it's fun to nitpick. <laughs> you're giving us that freedom, John. We're doing it mm-hmm. exactly. And, well, and this is one of those moments where in, in some ways, if you know, for example, if you've noticed, we, we've all kind of like started to laugh when we, when we bring this up because it, we remember like this one moment or multiple moments that have been enough that we're like, Oh my gosh, like, why is this happening? But I think in some respects, it's, it's fun to be able to vent to a degree, you know, and get it off and realize that you're not alone. Right. You're, you're not by yourself. A lot of these are, are ones that everybody's dealing with and you can't, you know, you can't necessarily, you know, get this out with people that are not in the industry because they just don't understand. And, and a prime, I've always, 
Go ahead, MJ. I was just going to say, I've always said that about the expo. That's a great place to go and talk to people about what you do because I'm sure your wife or husband or girlfriend or whatever is tired of hearing you talk about it when they don't do it for a living. Oh, for sure. But a prime example of of, uh, when you can talk about something that some people may not understand is Rodney on Facebook. Thank you, Rodney, for putting this up. Uh, You know, have you ever felt like a a babysitter, a a high-paid babysitter at a wedding where the kids are all on a dance floor and the adults are over at the cash bar or or over at the bar out having a smoke, whatever? And, yeah, that, that one where the kids are out on the dance floor running crazy and then all of a sudden they're into your lights and they're into your your speakers and they're like what does this do what is it you know that kind of a thing yeah that that definitely would put in that that category of of uh, pet peeve moments for surely at a wedding what, what if the babysitter that you have to do is not for the kids of the adults but it's for the the 20 something drunks yeah there's times of that too. feel like a babysitter yeah. at times. no no go sit down here drink some water yeah exactly <laughs> Lots and lots of water. No, she doesn't hate you as much as you think she does. Oh, my gosh. There was one night that I did that. This girl was crying over my friend uh, DJ for talking to a girl, and I I literally I pushed the wrong buttons. I said, oh, he would never leave you for her. He likes brunettes, not blondes. (laughs) (laughs) She immediately started crying. I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't have went there. Yeah, maybe not. wasn't it. She was a redhead too, wasn't she? Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but it was one of those things that I had to push the button the other direction, and she started crying, and I'm like, not the right joke right yeah, now. This is, nope. this is why I don't want people to talk to me ever. Right. It's like, quit it. I don't like this. And there's pet peeve number five. Sorry. And of course, when people are talking about pet peeves, we've been talking kind of more at the event, but there's a ton of a ton that have been shared on some different posts on Facebook talking about the booking process. You know, the pet peeve that, and we've talked about it on the show, can't not being able to get a hold of couples, um, not get, getting email or replies from couples with email or text or whatever methodology uh, that they they have. Uh, the one I wanted to touch though was the ones where. You will have someone who has read like the little knot or wedding wire whenever they used to do the things that special specifically the information of of here's a list of questions to ask the DJ. And when you call, ask them how much it would be for a birthday party first to get a find out how much they charge. And then, oh, by the way, it's a wedding. So that way, you know what, what their honest price should be. When a wedding wire came out with those two things a number of years ago. Oh, my gosh. It, it was just this. You, you'd have you'd. You know, answer the phone, and you start talking, and all of a sudden you knew that what they you, you knew what they had. They had that list right in front of them. We're going to go right down that list of questions. What kind of speakers do you use? Do you use professional microphones? Lighting is very important to us. Are your lights wattage wise? Da 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 da. You know that kind of, a, and it's like, ah, that was a problem. I was going to read. I love when they asked the. I mean, I unfortunately never ran into that one. I love the ones when they when they find some list online somewhere and it's like a list from you know easily 10 15 years ago almost very similar to those ones that you were saying john but but not quite and they don't know half of what it means but they feel like that's what they think about what they have to ask no no you don't okay so the knot is where it was oh they they have a new version of from 2021 Ooh. so first question is what is your performance style like what type of music do you specialize in how long have you been DJing weddings? That one's a tricky one because I've had that one asked. And there's times where it'll be like, yes, I've been doing weddings for nearly 30 years. And you're like, how old are you? It's like, oh, I'm 
not that old. What are your favorite weddings? I love when I'm at the event and they ask me that question and I'm like, and I tell them and they're like, what? Most of the time if they ask, and I have had it at the event and it's like, yeah, this is my fourth wedding. (laughs) You know, go that direction and and he's like, ha ha, and then then we move away. But when they're calling on a phone and you don't have any kind of a repertoire with them at that point in time, it's like, okay, well, you can go find it online. It does say that I've been doing weddings since, you know, 1990. So, yeah, I can't really fudge that one too terribly much what was the deal again uh, explain to me about the question about asking about the two different events to see the price uh the birthday because uh, there was a big thing a number of years ago that djs jacked their prices up for weddings so if you really want to find out what they honestly charge for a weekend event you say hey i'm, I'm planning a birthday party on august 12th what do you charge for birthday and then you get the price and you can either choose to call them back and ask again or have your fiance call them back and then get the wedding price and then you can tell if they're being if they're trying to rip you off. Yeah, that's false because first off, uh I explained this to someone one time. I'm like, "Okay, this is this is the chain of events that happen for a for a birthday party DJ. You call me, you ask for a price and stuff. I ask for the date. We give this, okay, let's book it. I send you a contract. You sign the contract, send it back. I touch base with you the day before the event. I show up the event, I DJ event, I leave. Weddings, we're going to do that a hundred more times back and forth and this and that and meet and talk and, and cousin so-and-so and this and that. So you're paying for my time. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do this wedding where we just simply me show up for four hours, I'll give you that price. But you get no specialties, so it's you have to look at what you do, and you absolutely should charge more for a wedding. And if anybody questions that, I would just explain it to them that way. There's nothing involved in a birthday party compared to a wedding. No, for sure. And there's a lot of, but I, I remember when 2020 or or one of those like investigative type, you know, news yeah. programs did something very similar where they yeah. were like they were recording themselves calling and and then they were like basically pulling that thing and and the problem is with a lot of those you never get the opportunity to 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 justify the mm-hmm. difference right you know i mean that's why and that's why you know you have a lot of djs who when the, when it comes down to it go i'm not going to share my price unless i meet yeah. with them mm-hmm. like i'm going to make sure i qualify so they don't get stuck in that mm-hmm. situation and i get that to a degree but I, you know, there's, there's two potential alternatives that I see with this. One is, and I know this wasn't necessarily where we're going, but we went there anyway. One idea that I've heard is, you know, you're going out on a weekend, you're giving up that real estate of time, charge the same either way, charge the same either way, you know, to, and some, some people I've heard even say with that is, you know, you know, Okay. That birthday party, that milestone birthday party that you're that you're doing is as much of a once in a lifetime event as the wedding potentially could be, you know. So why should you put less into it just because it's a birthday party? And and, you know, I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree with that, but that is something to definitely consider and think mm-hmm. about um, in, in, in run down that kind of run down that kind of piece and if you know if you are charging the same for either nobody can go back to you and say hey like what's the deal and i don't know i think if in the same respect if i was one of those people who was charging the same for both i might consider doing birthdays a little bit more but i know for me it takes it away from a saturday yeah there's less money involved yep but 
Um, to throw in with that, and it's something I, I while you were talking, I brought up my contract that I added a few years ago that came about because of that to where people were booking DJs for, oh, we're going to have a family reunion, and it turns out to be a wedding and stuff like that to get the cheaper price to where I put in my contract. I put it like this. I said, if type of event is not the same stated in this contract, Michael Joseph reserves the right to terminate services and purchaser is required to pay 100% of original price stated in contract immediately. Purchaser can renegotiate price. If no agreement is made, purchaser still is required to pay 100% of original price stated on contract immediately. So that they get the idea that if you're going to book me for a birthday party, it's not going to turn out to be a wedding, or you're I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. You can say what you want, because there to me there's it's so different. It's the same difference, me doing a club on a Saturday night or me doing a birthday party on a Saturday. There's way more work in the other. I don't I don't talk to anybody. When I go DJ. I show up. I DJ. I leave. Mm-hmm. Even if I take the same equipment, it's an event where I have to take the same equipment. They're day and night different to me. It's Tony uh, along the lines there, but Tony's the opposite here, where a birthday party is more work because of mixing and doing mixing more than a wedding. And in some locales, their weddings, you know, our wedding's an eight-hour day, so it's a monster of a day. But in some places, a wedding is two and a half hour, and that's dinner, you know, the dinner and the the dance sequences. So, I guess the argument could be made depending upon how you perform and, and what type of you know how the the events line up. But a birthday could be could be more uh, more Here's work a good there. example i have done and will do small weddings and don't charge a giant price simply because there is less involved stuff like that so if you want to look at things that way but like i said i just like to be a very honest person because i've done 500 hundred dollar weddings before that were simply that 500 hundred dollar weddings mm-hmm. i didn't have to only talking i had to do was uh first dance father daughter there was no Introduction, a party, nothing. And um, stuff like that, you know. You have to figure out what's for you. My pet peeve is I just don't want to spend that much time becoming someone's best friend mm-hmm. that I know there's a 50-50 chance that they're going to come back for repeat business later on and I don't want to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> Am I too opinionated? I'm no, so, I every, You guys have to understand, after every single show we go off air... I talk to John and Dan and go, I'm so sorry I talk so much. I'm so sorry I seemed angry. I'm so sorry I see this. So if you in the chat are unhappy with me, it's your time to be a pet peeve and tell you <laughs> tell us that you're unhappy with me because I don't know. I'm just mouthing off for the fun of it. You're fine. That's what Dan always says. And it's always right. Okay. You're fine. Okay. So my next one is dealing with venues. And specifically, when I talk to a venue and we have kind of an agreed upon, uh, this is the schedule of what's going, where we're going to do specifically the start of the meal. That's usually when I like to I talk, touch base with the kitchen about a half hour before the couple. You know, say we're going to be eating at six o'clock, and it's like, okay, I'm coming there around five thirty, and so hey, just to touch base, are we still on for six o'clock? Yes, we're still good for six o'clock. Great, about twenty minutes to our quarter two and such. Everything's still going. Yep, we're good. Now, the venues I work with, they know this is coming, so they do. Well, the venue I was uh, was at last, this was new to them. And uh, and it's like, okay, well, no, we're not actually 6 o'clock. It's going to be 6.20. Okay, that's good to know. Then I can 
plan accordingly. Wedding party, uh, we're going to have to delay a little bit because it's 6.20 and it, we only have 10 minutes beforehand of activities, so our introduction is going to have to be here instead of here type of thing or wherever it's going to be. Okay, so they were good. Then so we're, we're getting, and then all of a sudden the venue comes up there at uh, 5 to 6 and they're like, yeah, we're ready to go. We can go right now. We can serve food. It's like, wait a second. You said 6.20. And now it's 5.55 and you're telling me I should be introducing the wedding party right now when I just gave them a break to go wherever they did. So it's a pet peeve when when schedules are changed, on specific, especially with something important like the food or the parts of that, because they had they all of a sudden like with, with one big walkout, all the food was there. And now the guests are like, OK, so why are we not eating? It's his fault that we're not eating. Why is he screwing up our, our food? Yeah. It makes me unhappy. While we're going the caterer route, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, well, you said venue, but for a lot of the places I play, sometimes it's, there are six and one of those and the other. But, you know, obviously a lot of, it, it seems like buffets have come back again. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously they went away a little bit for COVID and now suddenly they're back again and they feel like they're back with a vengeance. Um, but, you know, whether whether you eat or not, we're not going down that path. But let's assume for a second that you do. The pet peeve that I've been having lately, especially with, with certain caterers that I work with, is that they want me to dismiss the tables. Now, I don't have a problem necessarily with dismissing the tables. However, I have couples that have come to me and say, we're providing a meal for you. So now we want you to work through dinner, you know, inviting those tables up to the buffet line and then be ready to go as soon as the last person gets through the line. But we want you to eat. Yeah. So, so a lot of, lot of times my, my frustration, I guess, in some aspects is because I become part of the catering staff, inviting people to the buffet line at a time when I should be playing music. I should be doing something with that. Or... If you are providing me a meal, that's fine. Let me go through, let me get my food and let me get back to playing music and working, you know, working that piece. Um, I, I, if they asked me, I, you know, I, I'm fine, but I actually had one caterer who I had to be tearing some equipment down and she was like, we need you to release tables. I'm sorry. I, I've got to go take care of this system that had to be a third one that we had to set up because of logistics here. Well, what are we going to do? I don't know. You just you chose not to bring enough people. You know, like I know the caterer. I know they have the staff. They choose not to. Hmm. Okay. Um, then the venue decided to step in and go. Well, we can we can help out. I'm like, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Should I that said, should any of that be in a contract also ahead of time about like what are my responsibilities outside of DJing, as in uh, organizing with the blah 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 or. The problem that I've run into with it a lot of time, and, and you're right, you could potentially put it in the contract of, of like, listen, this is not my job type of thing or, or what, what your responsibilities are covering in that. But what I've found with a lot of these situations is the couples don't necessarily want you to be the one that's inviting people up. Right. But the caterer shows up and doesn't bring enough people to serve the food and have somebody that goes and invites the table to, to serve like the buffet feed out. And and doesn't have enough to, to invite that person to the buff or invite those tables up. And so whether it was the plan or not, it falls on 
potentially falls on you to help things run at least somewhat smooth. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of it is, I mean, there's a lot of DJs, especially in my area. I don't know many who do, who actually play through dinner. A lot of them put on a mix and then go sit down for an hour or whatever. They, they don't actually physically do anything during that time. So for those caterers, it's like, well, of course they can help. Like they're not doing anything during mm-hmm. this time. But they wouldn't ask the photographer who's not taking pictures of people eating. Yeah. The photographer's got a plate and they're sitting at a table somewhere. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying like, like right. it just automatically falls on us. And and I'm telling them, I'm like, listen, I'm not doing it over the mic. That's okay. We don't need you to. We just need you to go to the tables. Okay. Fine. So. I don't Just don't get me started. Next. Um. Shauna mentioned about making a game out of it, uh, and and there have been a couple of times where, where uh, when we when I've talked to couples about, uh, can you release the tables? And it's like, well, let's do something with it, and we've done a game of it. And ideally, if I can do similar to what you're saying, Sean, Sean mentions uh, uh, having a, some a couple of dice, uh, a couple of die there, and roll it, roll the die, and then th- that table goes. Um, it's been more of a, a luck of a draw is that the, the uh, that way they can draw on table 12 go but the problem becomes now the bride and groom are being interrupted and they can't eat so it's tough to to be able to do something like that the best is just the caterer the venue or whoever to have somebody there to or the host and hostess is what usually around here uh they're the ones who go and release the tables and that usually takes care of it so okay so, so this is one that everyone's got to, at some point in time, but you know, the inappropriate request that it's the greatest song ever. You've got to play, you play this song and it's going, people are going to go crazy for it. And either the song is stupid, uh, the song is, is offensive. The song is, is so obscure and, and out there that I've never heard of it. And that means that probably, you know, start asking questions and you can find out pretty quickly that no one in the room knows the song. Um, just the the times when that's a request that you just know is there to to and it might be something they do like i'm not saying they don't like it but it's just one of those songs it seems like it's they're they're wanting to give that to you so you're going to look like a fool when you play it in my my opinion and that's just one of the it's like we're dancing we're having fun we want high crowd recognition and you're asking for this it doesn't go with what we're trying to do here tonight just irritates me I found a lot of times I, I don't think I don't think it's the idea to, to make you look like a fool. I think in just in their brain and, and I think I, I've seen this more with, with Spotify and, and YouTube being readily available to them that they feel that if it's there and you're playing off a computer, even though they don't see those programs when they go up and look at it, the thought is, well, then you have it. And and because I like it, you should play it regardless of whether anybody who's even heard of it. Um, yeah, I, I had that happen this past weekend and I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I've never even heard of the artist, let alone the song that you're asking for. And there was two of them that were side by side and their eyes got huge and they like pulled it up on their phone and they're showing me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't help. Like, if I don't know it and I don't have it, I'm not playing it like that that's just it's not not being rude but we'll have a way to do it mm-hmm. uh, that was the one that was one time that happened it was just like they, were, they thought if they asked me like three times like 
they kept like somebody else would come back up from their group. Can you play? I told them I don't have it to play. And that's one of the reasons why I love not having Deezer or one of those other things hooked up because I can legitimately say, sorry, not an option. Um, in fact, it was kind of funny. The one this past weekend after the two that got the wide eyed walked away, there was a third person that was kind of with them and he, they wanted to request something too. And they're like, what song was he requesting? I was like, I don't know. He's like, I looked at their phone. I didn't know it either. And I'm like, Okay, now I don't feel so bad. Now it's not like, you know, now it's not like a song where I'm just like, I'm late to the party. It's yeah. like, yeah, no. There I, wasn't I just, a party to begin with, yeah. 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 I'm so, not going to say anything because I, I, I'll i go on for like 10 days. <laughs> we agree now, with your pet peeves. Now, now this, <laughs> now this, the weird songs that, that you look at the dance floor and you're like, this isn't going to work. Now we will flash back to the, that last wedding. Somebody came up and says, uh, "said uh, Can you play uh, King Harvest the uh, Dancing in the Moonlight?" And at the time, this is later in the evening, and the the dance floor had been dancing and and people were having a great time, and we had just been, we'd been doing something. Uh, I think we were doing like a '90s or whatever it was. And I'm looking at the the room, and it's like this is just probably not going to work. It doesn't seem to be quite the right crowd, but it might because of the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Um, it might have have uh, have some legs. So after I did a, a song that kind of transitioned towards that direction, and ironically, it went over really, really well. And then uh, followed it up with uh, an excerpt from uh, Mr. Blue Sky and uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. And it was actually one of the, in the last two hours of the dance, probably one of the, the, the best sets from the standpoint that you had everybody that was there out on the dance floor singing along and, and uh, such, even though it wasn't fast-type songs per se they had great crowd recognition so sometimes some of those weird requests i guess can work uh sean mentioning I'm that agreeing uh, with you the son that uh only having clean version and they get mad because they want the uh the the profane version yeah the number of times that uh that has come up oh you can't play that version of, of uh uh it wasn't me shaggy's it wasn't me but this is the one i'm going to play if i'm going to play this song Oh no! I want the one where they they use the words. You got to have that version. Oh, I'm sorry, and that's not going to come out for this computer. You know, you got to play the right one. It's like <laughs> I don't have it. And does it look like I have Deezer? I I have Deezer and I have IDJ Pool, and I'm like I don't play that stuff. Yeah. You want that? You need another DJ. Or you need to go out in your car and play it yeah, loud on your like, own time. I just don't play it. Well, we're all adults here. I'm like, I'm not not playing it for you. I'm not not playing it for me. Okay? It's simple as that. I'm not I'm not playing I'm not not playing the dirty version because I don't want you to hear the stuff. I'm not playing cuz I don't want to hear the stuff. So, if you want to hear it, you have to go somewhere. I just tell the truth. I don't care. Sean, it's I my job. I'm not going to be rude like I am right now. I'm not going to be like this, but I will do it in a way going, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't. I'm not going to. Like, what if I tip you? You pay me $10,000. I'm still not going to play it simply because I don't have it and I'm not going to download it and it will not be played through my computer. I'm sorry. Usually they look at me like I'm from outer space. Yeah, pretty much. I would think so. Yeah. I get a lot of those outer space looks. Oh, you want me to buy you a drink? No, See, I'm good. that becomes the uncomfortable eye contact I talked about earlier. 
You know, they look at you like you thought you thought it was on the floor. That's when they come up and talk to you. Yeah, yeah. then you just start looking at them going. And then that's when they think, oh, that he wants evil to talk. They kind of twig, you know. And then they get right here, and then all of a sudden it's like, your deodorant's getting on my shirt. Ew. Um, how do you let people get that close? I don't have a foot thing going on yet. I mean, you didn't know the trick. You've I didn't know the out foot thing. I, that's even like the mildest tricks. I'm sorry, but you know, I you, you just got I mean, there's so many things where you turn towards them and you move towards them like that, and then they back away. You know. There's I, just so many things. Talk th- with your hands. I you thought know? you know you did the you did the hula hoop hips, and if you hit them with your hips and they were too close, or something. I, 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 they're not even. They shouldn't be able to reach out and touch me. If they can reach out and touch me, they're too close. I've literally told. I, I there's a couple times where girls will come up, put their arm around me, and, I, and I'll do that. Flinch. Now, ninety percent of the time, it is a legitimate flinch because I don't want you touching me. And they'll go, "Oh, I'm sorry." I'm like, "It's all right, good." Then they'll take a couple steps back and start talking to me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm happy with the flinches. I don't care. <laughs> I know you all think I'm a horrible human being and a horrible DJ. I do. I am much more tactful with these in real life than I am talking here. This is where I get to express my true feelings. So, if you come up and try to, you know, get me on one of these, you're probably going to get a little politeness. Uh, Mike, Mikey asked about uh, if if mm-hmm. a client demands that you play it. Um, this would be this is a conversation I have with all of all of the my my uh, clients, whether it's in the booking time or or whatever. I'm pretty open with this: is that uh, I'm not going to play something that isn't a radio edit. It's got to be a minimum of radio edit. I just don't carry it. And if someone would be like, "Yeah, you got to play that song, and it's got to be the profane version," um, I'm not. I don't have it. I'm not going to do it. And we had this conversation in advance because when we talk about requests in the planning process, the, one of the questions I ask is, "Do you want me to take requests from the guests?" And they, some couples say yes, some couples say no. And and it's just, in that whole conversation, it's like, and if you do want me to take requests, I just want you to know that as we talked before, is that I do not. Uh, I will not play anything that is going to be sexual, very sexually explicit. Um, or, or anything that's using profanity because I do not carry that. Everything I play is radio edits. But even with that, there's going to be some songs that I'm not going to play because I don't want to have to answer to your grandmother. And most of the time the couples are like, okay, I get it. And that's the end of the conversation. Um, it's in my contract about 100% clean music. Yeah. And, and just for the record, Brian, <laughs> I am approachable. I'm very approachable. You get This show gets the grumpy side of me because I get to express myself. I don't get to do that out in the real world. That's true. We have to smile and say yes. Go ahead and make those weird eyes at me. It just doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Yeah, I will say that I have not had that conversation with with my couples, and I'm I'm thinking that I need to have it just to to prevent an issue. I have this, my one strike against me in in the review world, right? I, I have I I applaud myself in the fact that all my reviews have been five stars except for one. And it was because it was a bride who wanted, not just wanted a profane song, but wanted the profane song during the garter toss. And she wanted ludicrous move and you can go the rest of it. And I was just like, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, no, like, you you know, especially at that point of the night, like you've got all ages there. Sorry. No. And, And she's, I was like, I'll play the edited version. And I said, anybody wants to sing it, they can sing it. And she was just like, okay. And then it was all said and done. It was like flexibility or some weird thing that they put for star rating. There was a four. And I'm like, 
yeah, I held my ground on it, but it was just like it was one of those kind of irked me, and I was like, I would have taken that as a, a six star rating. It's like, yeah, I did. well, I was me, but but I mean, when you're looking at the overall numbers, and it was like you know, till this was this was not early in my career, but early enough in especially in the review process that you know it brought that it brought that overall you know number down a little bit. It was just like it was just fr- and it was at the time when I when I cared more about oh my gosh, if I'm not perfect. And nobody's gonna want to hire me. No, it was fine, but it was one of those things where it's just like it was unrealistic because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry, especially at that point in the night. Like, I know there's a lot of people who are like, I'm not gonna do anything until the last hour, because at that point, Grandma's probably still not there. Like, she's home in bed by that point. But I, I'm sorry, I'm not budging on the line. Yeah, one because my biggest thing is I don't want to have it on the computer and then accidentally play it at the time that. I should not be playing it. Sure, there. Or for an event, I should not be playing it. The casinos have a rule uh, that it has to be all clean music, and there's guys who've been fired by accidentally playing the wrong version. So, Believe it. Yeah, I could see it. It's too easy to get that mixed up because you know, you're busy people talking. It's one way or the other. So it, it, I think it's a good thing to communicate it. Do the best you can. And, Dan, I'm going to give you that extra star for free. Aw, thanks. Hmm. Okay, so uh, coming up, let's see, tomorrow night we've got uh, Ben still coming in. We're going to be uh, talking uh, wireless microphones and frequency on that and and, uh, revisiting that just a little bit to talk about what you would need to know if you're going to be um, expanding your microphone system, if you're going to be adding more mics, or if you're going to be replacing. Uh, there's going to be there's a f- little bit of changes and such in that, uh, and just to really kind of update us on how to make those all work well together. Uh, they wouldn't, tonight, when we're done here, uh, hanging out with Howie, djntv.com slash chill. You can pop out there and chat and be part of the show they record, and then after that, it's open up chat. Tuesday night at 10 o'clock Eastern is the Tuesday Night Music Show with Brian, Jay, and Howie. Again, djntv.com slash chill, and you can check that out. And then, uh, yeah, that'll pretty much, we get some other shows that'll be dropping uh, little little segments here and there throughout the week on the D, on the YouTube channel, so you guys can catch those. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see, uh, see when we'll meet again next week. So we need to jump. I see things are getting ready, getting ready to Howie's time. That hour went fast. Mm-hmm. Happens when you're griping and complaining. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you very much for taking time to unite. If nothing else, hopefully you found some humor in what we were doing, or you're like, yeah, I've been there too. Uh, We do appreciate you spending your time with us. We'll see you next time. Have a great night. Good night, everybody.